Letter 109 of Letters of John Keats to His Family and Friends Edited by Sidney Colvin This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo To Charles Wentworth Dilk Shanklin, Saturday evening, July 31, 1819 My dear Dilk I will not make my diligence an excuse for not writing to you sooner, because I consider idleness a much better plea. A man in the hurry of business of any sort is expected and ought to be expected to look to everything. His mind is in a whirl, and what matters at what whirl? But to require a letter of a man lost in idleness is the utmost cruelty. You cut the thread of his existence, you beat, you pummel him, you sell his goods and chattels, you put him in prison, you impale him, you crucify him. If I had not put pen to paper since I saw you, this would be to me a viet armis, taking up before the judge, but having got over my darling lounging habits a little. It is with scarcely any pain I come to this dating from Shanklin and dear Dilk, the Isle of Wight is but so-so, etc. Rice and I passed rather a dull time of it. I hope he will not repent coming with me. He was unwell, and I was not in very good health, and I am afraid we made each other worse by acting upon each other's spirits. We would grow as melancholy as need be. I confess I cannot bear a sick person in a house, especially alone weighs upon me day and night, and more so when, perhaps, the case is irretrievable. Indeed, I think Rice is in a dangerous state. I have had a letter from him which speaks favorably of his health at present. Brown and I are pretty well harnessed again to our dog-cart, I mean the tragedy, which goes on sinkingly. We are thinking of introducing an elephant, but have not historical reference within reach to determine us as to Otho's menagerie. When Brown first mentioned this, I took it for a joke. However, he brings such plausible reasons and discourses so eloquently on the dramatic effect that I am giving it a serious consideration. The art of poetry is not sufficient for us, and if we get on in that as well as we do in painting, we shall by next winter crush the reviews and the Royal Academy. Indeed, if Brown would take a little of my advice, he could not fail to be first palate of his day. But odd as it may appear, he says plainly that he cannot see any force in my plea of putting skis in the background and leaving Indian ink out of an ash tree. The other day he was sketching Shanklin Church, and as I saw how the business was going on, I challenged him to a trial of skill he lent me pencil and paper. We keep the sketches to contend for the prize at the gallery. I will not say whose I think best, but really, I do not think Brown's done to the top of the art. A word or two on the Isle of Wight. I have been no further than Steephill. If I may guess, I should say there is no finer part in the island than from this place to Steephill. I do not hesitate to say it is fine. Bonchurch is the best. 
but i have seen so many finer walks with a background of lake and mountain instead of the sea that i am not much touched with it though i credit it for all the surprise i should have felt if i had taken my cockney maidenhead but i may call myself an old stager in the picturesque and unless it be something very large and overpowering i cannot receive any extraordinary relish i am sorry to hear that charles is so much oppressed at westminster though i am sure it will be the finest touchstone for his medal in the world his troubles will grow day by day less as his age and strength increase the very first battle he wins will lift him from the tribe of manasseh i do not know how i should feel were i a father but i hope i should strive with all my power not to let the present trouble me when your boy shall be twenty ask him about his childish troubles and he will have no more memory of them than you have of yours brown tells me mrs dilk sets off to-day for chichester i am glad i was going to say she had a fine day but there has been a great thundercloud muttering over hampshire all day i hope she is now at supper with a good appetite so reynolds peace succeeded that is all well papers have with thanks been duly received we leave this place on the thirteenth and will let you know where we may be a few days after brown says he will write when the fit comes on him if you will stand law expenses i'll beat him into one before his time when i come to town i shall have a little talk with you about brown and one jenny jacobs open daylight he don't care i am afraid there will be some more feet for little stockings of keats's making i mean the feet footnote this and the next interpolation are brown's brown hair tried at a piece of wit but it failed him as you see though long a brewing this is a second lie men should never despair you see he has tried again and succeeded to a miracle he wants to try again but as i have a right to an inside place in my own letter i take possession your sincere friend john keats end of letter 109